Hello, welcome to Digital Dreams with me, Dylan Fernandez from O'Brien Media. We're on episode three now. Uh, we've done one with Chris, RMD, episode two with Kyle Fernandez, our Taylor, who's our social media manager. And now episode three, we've got an amazing guest called Jordan now. This is actually the second time we've tried recording this. We've had some uh, technical difficulties and she's had me bawling. She's hilarious. I'm hoping she'll have you laughing as well. Um, but yes, Jordan, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're the senior business development manager, but the only business development manager as, as you told me, <laughs> at the Women's Business Club. Um, yeah, yeah. So I will let pass over to you to explain and to the listeners and the watchers. We are also a video podcast on YouTube. A bit more about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wish you told me your video podcast on YouTube. I would have done my hair today. Um, but here we are. Um, this is my usual look. I was um, saying earlier, this is how the clients see me, so we're we're stuck with it. Um, but great to be here. Um, I wish you hadn't told everyone I was funny because now I'm feeling the pressure to, to oh, tell a joke cool. or something. Mm-hmm. We'll see what I can pull out. Um, so yeah, Jordan now BDM for Women's Business Club. Um, as you said, I am senior business development manager i am the only business development manager i get to be senior because i was before i went away and i came back better than ever so i get to put senior in my job title so women's business club um all about empowering women in business right um how did you get there where have you come from uh so you know what led you to become your the, the current job title that you are? Funny story, actually. Um, so when I was at uni many, many, many years ago, um, I was studying business and marketing management, um, which at the time seemed like a really good idea. But in hindsight, I should have been a nurse or something. Um, who knew what was going to hit this country? Um, but in any case, I was doing that. I wrote my dissertation on Women's Business Club. Um, so they were really early on in their journey. Um, and I broke down their marketing, you know, how are they marketing to women? How are they segmenting such, uh, Pat just jumped off the chair. Sorry. No problem. (laughs) He did a nosedive. It was really quite traumatic. Um, so how they segment their audience that's already, you know, it's quite, it's not a small audience. It's 50% of the population, depending on how you split it and what you take into account. Um, but I was breaking that down and that kind of launched me into my career of marketing and I did a lot of different jobs you know I've marketed mechanics and I've marketed butchers and I've marketed huge retailers and you know everything in between um, and managing all these clients and I realized that the part of it that I actually love is managing the clients the rest of it the, the making nice pictures even the writing copy um, I'm not that passionate about it, to be honest. I'm not that good either. <laughs> um, my clients liked me well enough mm-hmm. and I've managed it, but um, I'd rather leave it to to people who are really good at it. You know, we've got an amazing marketing yeah. team. Um, so I sort of transitioned then into Women's Business Club um, and went into corporate partnerships management for them. Um, and again, you know, was I that good at that? I don't know. Um, it's just the way that we do things sometimes isn't it we try a few different things out and see where we get to um and then move from there into the general sort of business development side of things which was nice because it was doing 
it was doing the D in BDM. It was developing. It was not just, you know, picking up the phone and ringing and ringing and ringing or being handed a ton of leads to burn through as quick as you could. It was listening to clients and developing products and talking about retention and, and those sorts of things. And it was amazing. Um, and then I went on, I should have said it was a long story. I went on like a small hiatus from Women's Business Club um, just like personal reasons, left the business for a while um, because I moved, I relocated, huge life changes. And I Always went fun. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was interesting. It built me a lot as a person. I ended up working in insurance of all things. Oh, wow. What kind so, of insurance? Um, started in medical insurance, which is you know, it was really interesting because I always just, you say medical insurance, I think, oh, Bupa, there's so much going on. That was really interesting. And then I, I moved on into doing life insurance as well. Um, and it's interesting that we're going to be talking about the difference between sort of men and women and how we market to them and, and stuff like that. Because when I first went into insurance, you know, it's, it's a bit of a boys club. Um, I was surrounded by um, white men in ties. <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of walk the Wall Street kind of <laughs> environment someone doesn't quite know how to picture it or picture Wolf of Wall Street yeah, maybe a bit more yeah very males in in the tie then male pale and stale right um mm. although <laughs> I was young it was young energetic salespeople who could like pick up a phone and phone a hundred people and I've always been terrible at phoning like I'm not a phone monkey it's just not what I do um in fact you wouldn't think it but often I'm terrified to pick up the phone I don't want to phone people and I have to do like a big deep breath um so got into that surrounded by these like boisterous men and constantly being told you know um do it like he does it do it like he does it him over there him over there you know um listen to the boys we used to do a lot of recording you know how they always say recording for training and monitoring purposes well, this is why they do it. And for the bloopers, because they are brilliant. Um, but listening to all the boys, you know, how they do things. There was one guy who was super blunt and very monotone. And I couldn't do that because I'm way too expressive. And there was someone else who was just very to the point. Um, and all these different ways that these men were selling. And it was, you know, great for them. But I was terrible. I didn't even think I was going to make it. Like, I was going to lose my job because I just could not make these sales and then um I sort of reset one day and I sat back in my chair and put my feet on the table and I said I'm just going to do it how I do it and I really like came into my own at that point sort of being like I'm not going to do the things the way everyone else does it I'm here because I'm good you know I, I had the career that I had before because I'm good at what I do mm -hmm. so don't tell me how to be like someone else encourage me in how I am so I just was that and then I topped the sales board every month well, and this was like <laughs> um, and I say this a lot to people I'm like listen I was selling more than the business team who sell you know things at thousands of pounds and I was selling little life insurance policies like I did really really well um and it really allowed me to come into my own as a salesperson it really got me to break down quite a few barriers in terms of you know having to make a lot of outbound calls which is just totally not my jam and having to sell things to people that it's quite hard to sell you're selling people the concept of leaving their family money when they die 
and a lot of them yeah. will go, I'm not going to get that money. And I'm like, well, that's selfish, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, like we say that over the phone for them, uh, but you say that, but when I came into my own and learned how to sell like me, I did say oh, that. Good. I oh, absolutely well did. Um, and it went down well most of the time. Sometimes it didn't, but that's okay. Um, but it, yeah, it, it allowed me to figure myself out. And I came back into Women's Business Club then, a senior business development, because I was really good at what I do. I'm really good at connecting with clients. I'm really good at it. And I do that because I know who I am. I know how I sell and, and what I need and what motivates me and those sorts of things. So I'm really thankful to my Dinton Insurance for giving me that, but I will not be doing it again. Thank you very much. <laughs> I suppose, like you said, you're, you're grateful because you've got to find your voice. And I suppose that's what the one key thing with sales and marketing is. It's all about voice and tone. Uh, they're not that different, really, are they? Um, so leading that kind of a bit further, how do you kind of differ? Uh, how do you, sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? How would you market to women differently to men say if it was uh the life insurance how, you know how would you market that across so um it, it was kind of a it's a unisex service isn't it uh product but obviously both uh, genders are going to take it slightly different so they what do. do you find are some of the key points when you're marketing or selling to maybe the, the female species <laughs> how do I differentiate between selling to men and women it's yeah. um it's a good question and I think one of the first things that anyone should be doing in sales or marketing or whatever when they're looking at segmenting down their audience and sort of looking at what are the key differences how can we be better if you are looking at your sales and marketing and you notice that you are not doing very well selling and marketing to women we're doing really well selling and marketing to men there is something wrong there. If it's a product that can go across both genders, there is something wrong. Um, and yeah, as you said, with life insurance, you know, men and women will both buy it. Hopefully. <laughs> I did have one guy who said, it's fine. If my wife dies, I'll just sleep in my car. And I was like, you won't because it's going to be cramped. You won't. And it is different. Okay. The sooner we realize that men and women are different, the better. And that even applies, you know, everything in between. You know, there's there's a lot... We're not just split down into two genders anymore. Um, never have been, but now we're more conscious of it. Um, but when we look just at men and women, you have to acknowledge the differences. You have to look at the age-old thing of men want numbers and facts and figures and women want to buy on emotion. And absolutely, no. that is a generalisation. I really like facts and figures. But I'm and that's the actual fact, isn't it? It is. This isn't an opinion that um, you know women like this and men like that. It, it, it's it's pure cold fact, um, and I totally agree with you. Like it, it's like different social medias. Um, I was looking at some statistics today. TikTok is more women-less. Uh, a lot of more. There's a lot more women that post it, and a lot more women that watch it than men. Um, but then actually, if you go to, um, I believe it was Snapchat. It was it was quite a tight one, but it was actually more men less, more male. Um and it's just these factors, isn't it, that we've got to find of 
But you look at the you you look at the sort of psychology behind that, right? Snapchat is sort of insulated, right? So you've got um, disappearing messages. You've got even like the stories and stuff. You sort of go through, and it, it happens once, and then it's gone. Um, whereas TikTok is about sharing. It's about making content that a lot of people are going to see. It's about sharing that content between people. It's about that content then going from platform to platform. You know, TikTok is not just on TikTok. It's on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere. And it's looking at those types of things where you can really differentiate why there is, a granted a small difference, but why there is a difference between the audiences there because of the way that we work. Women, if you go back to like caveman times, um, women were the ones who were communicating and bringing in the teamwork and pulling people together. Men out hunting, they were going to go take down a saber tooth or something. Um, we are the communicators. So when you're looking at products um, or services or videos or whatever, things are going to be shared around, you are going to attract more women because we are the community people and that's why women's business club is so focused um this year on launching 1000 coffee and co-working events for women because we need to connect it's ingrained in us our brains do work differently we need to connect in person we need to chat we need to you know we're the ones who pop our heads over the fence and talk to the neighbor um and that's where that's where you start you start by going okay there are differences first of all um and then second of all, you need to understand them. Um, it, it's really funny because we have spent centuries in a world where men are telling women who they are and what they want, and that's not a dig, mm-hmm. but look at what just happened in America. Women no longer have control over their own bodies in America because a bunch yeah. of men decided. Um, so once you've figured out that men and women are different, Stop letting men tell women who they are, what they want. Stop letting men make campaigns targeting women. The amount of times it misses the mark. I mean, I have seen some terrible campaigns designed by men targeting women. Pack it in. The best one I ever saw was always the the sanitary pad company made, I think it was always, um, made this advert it's like very like oh now with wings and all stuff and then the RAF mm. took that advert did you see that one they took that advert and took the voiceover from it and put a woman flying a plane yeah. and I was like thank you I don't need these adverts on a Venus on a beach shaving your legs oh I can still play tennis when I'm on my period no tell me I can fly a plane because I yeah. bet you I could I'd probably yeah. crash it and I definitely couldn't parallel park it but <laughs> I could fly it and that's so where you notice differences. Yeah, and I was going with that. I suggest you, it's okay, understanding there's a difference, but does not mean that we can't do what other, what the other, the other sex can. Um, yeah, and it's going. Is where we're getting at there. And... Yeah, yeah, and not just that, but understanding that, yes, we're different, but we're not different in the ways that you think. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's important. I carry the shopping because I'm definitely, I lift more than my partner. Um, <laughs> I don't tell him I told you that. Don't tell him, world. Um, you know, 
we we are different there are different things that we need we have different desires and hopes and dreams our chemicals work differently in our bodies we have different hormones coursing through our bodies day to day we also have some of the same so understand that we're different but don't tell me I'm different because I'm weak and don't tell me I'm different because I can't do what you do because anything you can do I can also do I just have a different motivation behind it and marketing is about finding the motivation behind things and tapping into it and understanding your client it's not about putting a size two tanned woman shaving her hairless legs on the tv to attract me to buy a venus razor because I would much Mm -hmm. sooner buy from dollar shave club who said we make razors and it doesn't matter who uses them I would much sooner buy from Estrid who said shave if you want to shave but if you don't want to shave that's fine I'm not going to buy from these big companies who you know load up on the pink tax anyway Mm. but show me yeah yeah because I mean how you won't understand this but for how many years have women thought that having hair on their legs is disgusting because even the adverts about shaving show hairless legs because why they're developed by people who don't understand that my god sometimes my legs are hairy what are you gonna do (laughs) you know and it's all natural isn't it then Um, and it's understanding those differences that's yeah that is key that's the key. So what would you say maybe to a business? I'm going to kind of ask you a question and there's going to be two answers. Um, two, sorry, two sub-questions, shall I say. So the first question is, how, what would be your top tips for a business that have got a woman um, marketing or selling their products or services? What would you kind of, but they're, they're struggling on, getting their brand out there, whether that's through digital means or print media, et cetera. What do you think you would tell those businesses? What do they need to do? Um, you know, having a woman in, in the business, how can that help and benefit them? What do they need? To, what can they grab? And not so much grab. Um, <laughs> it's not kind of the right word, is it really? Um, but how can they, they tap into that, um, that, that potential? There's two, so my answer's going to be two-part as well. So we're going to do a lot of two-parters now. The first thing is, um, if you're in a business and you have a woman, um, have more women. You know, I noticed you use the singular there. They have a woman. Um, yeah. If a woman, that woman is still going to be a very small um, part of women in general. You know, something I always say to people is all women. All mm. women. Not just middle-class, white well-educated women not just that no get me women from the lgbtqi plus community get me women who are disabled get me women who have um outward disabilities inward disabilities trauma you know neurodiversity oh my god neurodiversity like look at ellie middleton and what she's doing what a genius genius woman and she's just saying look this is how i'm different so if you have a woman on your team get more I'm glad you picked that and I'm glad you picked that out because I almost kind of did that subconsciously so that you 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 could kind of express that um because I totally agree with you Ellie mentioned that she's on a gosh I go on my LinkedIn every morning I think she's the first person I see she's everyone she's she's huge at the moment we we love her um and a massive shout out to her because 
talks about things you know especially for myself my partner's neurodiverse and she talks about things that I go oh I didn't think of that and that is the key you want people on your team and people around you that make you go I didn't think of that because you won't because if you you know if you aren't experiencing it yourself you're not going to think of that and you have to have people around you who will so if you have one woman on your team get more get different women you know loads of different women and loads of different men and loads of different anything else have some variety you know be the celebrations box of businesses don't be a galaxy girl um although i do love a galaxy (laughs) oh yeah definitely but Uh, it is Uh, you have to be a bit of everything yeah definitely i think that's one thing we kind of are very proud of here at O'Brien media because we're all kind of outside the box thinkers my my how i would say it is i don't think inside the box i don't even think outside the box i rip it up um, and i think to have that uh, to be able to be like that you need a lot of difference we're all okay different by one category but then that category goes into so many other categories like you were saying um and that's what we're marketing out to the world isn't it and some pun are always going to be relatable to something so the more targets that you can get out there, you know, how, how and also it's this kind of PC and being aware, isn't it, now of, oh, okay, how, if I say that, is that going to offend? Okay, oh, you, you can't please everyone all the time. But, but how are you going to know unless you ask? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's that, the really funny sort of catch-22 weird thing that we live in is we are conditioned to think that everyone in the world is white, you know we're conditioned by that and the reason we're conditioned to think that that is a representation of most of the world and you see that when people complain about too much color on tv we're conditioned to think like that because historically marketing was all that because it's run by white straight usually men so what filters through is you know white straight usually men or things that appeal to white straight men right so we then live in this world where we think everyone is a white straight person and our marketing then reflects that. And what you're doing is you're actually marginalizing a lot of people that really there's more neurodiversity out there than you could ever think. There's more people of color, there's more sexuality, there's more, there's so many things out there. And unless you are listening and like I said, asking the question and who are you going to ask unless you have trusted team members, you have to have open conversations. You know, we run so many round tables and I am genuinely as an emotional woman, brought to tears regularly because I could actually start to understand other people. You know, I'm in a position where I know my privilege. You know, I know I'm educated, I'm white, I'm in a good job, all these things. Um, I would much rather sit and ask someone else than make an assumption about how I should market or sell to someone who's from a different community, a different background, those sorts of things. So when we break that cycle of going, well, all we see on TV and in magazines and X, Y, and Z, when all we see is white, middle-class, well-educated, skinny, all of these things, and we start seeing more disabilities, different sexualities, we start seeing, you know, different ethnicities, different accents i mean for goodness sake america think we all talk like the queen yeah, i don't talk like yeah. the queen. <laughs> no definitely not i i think we're all um the english language we've got, it's just like america though right you go to different states they have all different uh, we think they all talk accents. like the kardashians yeah. when are we going to stop believing what we see on tv right 
Exactly. So I think that's really quite interesting what you would just touch upon. And, and for the listeners and watchers, if you kind of need to go back five minutes, please do, because there was some great stuff Jordan just said there. Um, but from touch upon that, it's okay. You may have women's in the business um, that are able to help support your marketing and sales. But it's this past the question. Also, because you may not be able to have as a business, every kind of neurodiversity individual in the business to kind of fulfill your hitting all your where you want to get to um having this round table and kind of market research right that's that's another great option right is getting out there and asking the question and, and just finding out you know well we want to do this what do you think or you know we don't know what to do, tell us. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? With trusted people who have said that they are willing to do that. And that's the other thing, educate yourself. Um, there's a huge thing about don't put the burden on other people to explain it to you. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about this because you and I had a conversation on LinkedIn about how it is important to look at women um, for for jobs, especially in, in like tech and things like that. We had this big conversation, it was great. Um, I chose then to talk to you more about it, right? But there's huge conversations about it is not my job to educate. It is not, you know, my time is, and this is not me speaking as me, this is me saying it's important to realise it's not people of colour, it's not their job to educate you on race relations. For people mm -hmm. in the LGBTQI plus community, it's not their job to educate you on sexuality and gender norms and blah, blah, blah. Go out and read, read this fantastic mm -hmm. books and have people around you who you are genuinely interested in learning from, who you can watch and listen to and talk to and ask questions to openly because you have a two-way relationship. Don't yeah. just hire women into your business to go, oh, what can I get from you? Hire women into your business because you are breaking that long conditioning of, oh, women are really great for making cups of tea, but not much else. Um, I don't think no. I'm too busy. I was just <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll say that. I will give her. I'll give her the compliment. Her tea has got much better. Um, <laughs> I probably could maybe do a bit of work, but then I'm not great at, you know, her tea and coffee. We're all different. It just comes back to this point, doesn't it? That we are all so different. Understand that everyone's different, but it's that key is the understanding part of it. Yes, you can I mean, know yeah. everyone's different. I mean, you mm. can look at me and know I'm different from you because you know you and you know what I look like. Oh, I know you're different. It's understanding. Understand that people are different. Don't assume. Don't, don't be an idiot about it. Just understand. Just have a chat. Go to a round table. Do some research. Read a book. Watch a film. I mean, my goodness, how many good films are we making now that touch on things like diversity mm. and inclusion like even kids films yeah i mean that that what was it red panda um did i enjoy watching it no because i'm not a child was i really impressed with the fact that they talked about how sometimes when you're hormonal you feel like you're a monster and you don't know who you are yes and then i had a conversation about menopause i'm not going through menopause but understanding because i don't get it I don't. So I spoke to some people about it. We had a roundtable on menopause and understanding. Um, actually, I, I had a misconception and I prejudged someone. And looking back on it now, that's a symptom of menopause that they were going through. And I was, just thought they were being awful to me. 
you know, so understanding. Yeah, I think, yeah. So your the kind of top tips there would then would be go and do your own research. Um, don't be scared to open a book or Google um, or, or start a conversation. Yeah, start the conversation as well. And don't just have minorities around you for what they can give. But, you yeah. know, it is important what you can get. But have those have trusted people. The more you widen your circle, the more you'll be surprised and just so happy that you stopped living in this bubble of white men. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, from my, my, this is my, obviously, or my own opinion, I think we are getting there, uh, definitely, um, you know, with the likes of having social media now, and marketing is everywhere, you know, we can't run away from it, whether it's on our TV, in an advert or film or a program, or it's on your phone from your social media, or, you know, emails even, you know, um, I think us as a society are kind of ripping up this old way of status quo of let the men go out to work kind of <laughs> scenario. Um, uh, and we're, we're really starting to understand because it is also, I, I would say, a learning process because yeah. some of us, you know, aren't somewhat want to be in this how we've been kind of programmed to cut maybe think like that you know but we don't know how to so we, you know we're learning as well we're developing um from that well, i'm quite keen to know um you obviously touched upon the uh, the advertisement campaign with the sanitary towel uh, and the raft what from your top six what would be kind of maybe your worst marketing campaign that you've seen to women um whether it's been done by women or to women um and what would be one of your best ones worst um <laughs> anything to do with razors from like the early 2000s anything to do with hair removal from the early 2000s absolutely um it has literally only been in the last few years that i'm like oh yeah body hair is normal and i'm a woman I should know body hair is normal because I spent my life trying to get rid of it. Um, so anything to do with razors. The only time I ever wrote to the advertising standards agency about it, because I'm one of them, I wrote a letter. Wrote a letter oh, wow. Well, okay, great. Um, <laughs> the only time I ever wrote about that was, it was a Flora advert, weirdly enough. And it was that one where one of the kids goes, she says something like, Mommy, why were you and Daddy wrestling last night? And I was like, oh! Yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why it offended me so much. I think it's probably because, um, as a as a girl, I was raised to think that sex is bad. So when I saw it, I was like, ah! But that kind of opened my eyes to going, why are we? Why are these the things that we're going for? But it's nothing to do with men and women. It's nothing to do with marketing to women. But it would one hundred percent put me off buying flora, um, least of all because it's expensive. And the best one is is going to be the Raf one. That that advert. Ed, very little, and I would love to know why. I would love to contact their marketing agency and mm. ask, did it not perform well? Um, that advert made me begin the process of applying to the RAF, um, which I didn't do in the end because mm. I just didn't do it. I, I've got, I get migraines. I can't. No, um, my, my, 
was actually in the RAF. She's been there for a while now. She's a driver. Um, uh, and I, you know what? It makes me wonder. Maybe she saw that advert. Um, and maybe I'd like to know that. It's. It was so well done. It took all these ridiculous. And if you find it somewhere, we'll find. I'll find you a link or something mm-hmm. and send it to you. It took all of these adverts. These ridiculous ridiculous adverts about sanitary products and razors and these things that are aimed at women that just mm. on a daily basis do my head if I hear one more person telling me that I can play tennis while I'm on my period I will cry because I know what I can do and when I can do it don't tell me what I can do anyway they took that and they just and then there's just these amazing women flying planes and like you know doing all the cool stuff that people in the RAF do I clearly don't know anything about it um but it was such a good advert and I would love to know why it didn't air longer because I saw it once and I just thought oh my god they've done it they've done it I'll definitely get Kyle to see if there's some way where we can um I know we're on Spotify we'll be able to put a poll in I'll be quite interested to see who remembers that um so I'll definitely put a poll in on the Spotify uh podcast do you uh, remember it yeah, do you remember it? Um, and if we can, um, obviously with copyright, etc. we'll see if we can get a little bit of a snippet put in here. Strong, healthy hair. What's my secret? With my busy life, I don't have time to slow down. All day protection, now with wings, so I can handle anything. Women should be defined by actions, not cliches. Every role in the RAF is open to everyone. From spare time to the front line. Um, for anyone who doesn't know it or is quite intrigued. I need to so, try and find it because I haven't been able to find it since. But so um, uh, I guess that kind of, do you think because of that, then maybe that, was that maybe where your key, one of your key kind of dates where you think marketing to the women have been, has been better? It may be in, in your eyes. Have you seen improvements since? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot more of like real, real women. And I hate saying mm-hmm. that because there, there was that period of time when they were like, oh, real women aren't a size four. Yes, they are. They're a size four and they're a size 20. And they have hair and they don't have hair and they're brown and they're white and they, you know, have two arms or one. Arm. Like, stop telling us what real women are. Mm-hmm. But it was that flip from um, marketing campaigns which were designed to be pleasing to men's eyes in my opinion so those very slim beautiful models on the beach shaving hairless legs why are you shaving on the beach I will never know because nobody does that um but it's that whole thing of it went from being like that to then being advertising and marketing that I could look at and go yeah I see myself there Mm. Because I don't see myself being a size four living on a beach, shaving my hairless legs. I just don't. I no. you know, barely want to shave my legs and they have got hair on them. Mm. Um, but what I do see is, who did that gorgeous advert? Was it Veet? It was another shaving company, so really good contrast there. Um, the advert itself, I hate. I, it just winds me up. It, it rhymes and it, it's not a very good advert. No offence to whoever made it. Um, but the concept of you can shave your legs if you want to, you can, you have hair, you might have hair on your tummy, mm. you might have hair on your armpits, like people have hair in places. Like when are we going to start telling men that women have hairy toes? Oh my God. 
their heads might explode. Um, <laughs> not all women, I guess. Um, no. But it is when we started doing that, when we started going, oh, I can see myself. And then when the RAF took it that step further and said, you can also see yourself flying a plane. Oh, it, it set my soul on fire a little bit. Of course. Um, what would you say? Because we were talking about this uh, in uh, women as a as a sex are more the communicators and the sharers. Um, so, what would you say then, maybe to uh, to a business that's listening to this? How can they? What content do they need to be putting out there um, to kind of help? engage women to to share and communicate and talk and matter about it because it brings on this aspect of word of mouth right um so you know is it the videos is it the maybe blog posts or how would you say 21st century now what is eye capturing uh, and what works in, in your whatever i think with with the type of content you put out in my opinion and i'm not a marketing expert by any means um, whatever's going to be eye-catching is going to be eye-catching. That's about having eyes. It's not about having ovaries. Um, if you want to talk directly to women, you know, like what we do, if you want to target women directly, if, you're, if your cause is related to women, then what you want to do is put out genuine content because our BSO-meters are very good. Um, <laughs> and that's from years of watching people shave hairless legs. Um, it has to be gen- genuine content you know you have to actually care um, there's some fantastic people putting out fantastic marketing to women at the moment um, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and I, I get to see all of it because um, I just have it open all day because I'm obsessed with LinkedIn but you've got to remember eye catching doesn't always mean conversion at the end of the day what you want from your marketing is you want it to convert into sales you want to make money off it we don't tiptoe around the fact that we're here to make money. You know, it is important for businesses to make money, otherwise they are not going to They're a hobby, right? Yeah. Um, so in terms of eye-catching and sharing and stuff like that, if I post a picture of my cat, they'll get a lot more reach and a lot more shares. I get jealous of my cat because she's got an Instagram and I put up a picture and she gets like thousands and thousands of views. And then I put up a beautiful picture of myself and nobody cares. Or like 11 people. <laughs> um, it's not always going to mean that you're going to convert to sales. Mm. If you want to convert, if you're looking at your target audience of women, you want to convert your marketing into sales, you have to look at who these types of women are and once again segment them down into the fact that you can't generalize all women into one thing. You have to have a lot of different voices. Mm. Um, I, I really struggle to sell to women who are more of like a red personality because they like facts and quick bullet points whereas i am very clearly very fluffy and that's what made me good at life insurance is i will just talk Green person. yeah yeah <laughs> quite but i do have a red side to me you know and people see that when when they want facts and figures it just comes out um so segmenting your audience down adequately understanding that yes there are differences between talking to men and talking to women in your marketing but understanding that even within that there's a lot more differences you need to have a lot of voices is your product needed who is it needed by and then talk to those people um but i did say to someone say do more video content if you post and if your copy is like this long 
I don't I don't want to read it I honestly haven't got time because what you have to remember as well about the way that women's brains work differently is that if I get I was saying this about boring seminars at conferences because we've changed our format to have interactive workshops because if I'm in a boring seminar in a conference I will be doing my shopping list and I will be half as you know like sharks go to sleep on one side I'll be a bit like that and I'll be planning content for later and I'll be cooking dinner and I'll be going through I do this thing and my partner finds it really weird I go through every room in the house in my head and I make lists in every single room what needs Mm. cleaning and what needs getting done so I know that there is a dressing gown on the bed right now that needs to be picked up and hung up but I know that it's not been done because there's a towel on the back of the door needs to be moved into the bathroom and that's where my brain goes you need to engage we are busy even when we don't look busy we're busy when I sit down to relax with a cup of tea I am busier than most people on a normal day because my brain is doing a lot keep it interesting keep engaging know your audience as individuals don't generalize okay um you know i'm actually quite in uh you know i like listening to you you know it's good to you know i'm learning a lot here and i actually had um a really good question and it's gone for me just from one of the the best things about me is i'm suffering at the moment from wicked brain fog i don't know why um so i will start talking forget where i'm going to with my thought and then my mouth will just carry on filling in the rest so I have no idea what I just said I hope it was good <laughs> yeah it definitely was and I'm kicking myself because I, I generally can't remember um, it was to do with some uh, kind of advert now where I was uh, it's just completely gone for me so hopefully it will reapproach. Um but yeah I think you know, listening to you today, that I've learned, you know, learned a lot actually. It's made open my mind, and um, I'm quite an open-minded person myself. Um, and I'm hoping it, you know, the, the listeners and the watchers here are, are going to think the same. Think, oh, okay, this is where I've been going wrong. The, the old aim of this podcast is to be uh, to deliver your digital dreams, but in the most human way possible. Um, the best uh, thing you can do. The 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 best thing. Um, and you'll hear this a lot from psychologists and psychiatrists and people who deal with issues of the mind, which is what marketing is, and we know that. Um, mm. The best thing you can do in business, in life, in anything is be curious. Ask a question. Ask five questions. Ask ten. Ask as many questions as you can before you annoy someone to understand mm. them and continue to be curious. If something isn't working in your marketing, be very curious about why that is. If you want to understand someone, be very curious because something that's important to understand for any marketing, for any communication with any person, if you are talking to a person, you've got to remember that they have what I like to call a lens. So I can wear my glasses, I've got a lens. Your lens is made up of 20, 30, 40, 50 years of life that you've lived and you see the world through it. So be curious, find out about people's lenses, find out about what their whole life experience has told them. Like I said, women, you know, of certain generations, my generation, other generations, will have probably lived their life thinking that women should not have hair on their bodies. Which then leads to what? Shame and, and all of these things. Women coming up now with these amazing, a lot of people showing body hair and stuff like that, it's such an easy example. They aren't gonna have that same lens. 
So look at people, look at their background, look at their experience and see them as individuals, not as a bunch of people with ovaries. And I guess in those lenses, we'll get transferred through generation and generations because we'll, their grandparents will tell grandchildren's stories, etc. And know what they've learned by being curious. And that comes back to, in marketing and, and sales, knowledge is power. And the way to get knowledge, right, is to ask questions. Exactly. Um, um, and, and, Don't uh, Google. Uh, yeah, Google. Sorry, not to, to say though that Google's not always right. Um, you know, I still have people these days going, but it says that on Wikipedia. Yes, Wikipedia can be edited by anyone. Um, yeah. So it's it be curious, isn't it? Check and check and double check again. You know, if one source is saying this, go and see what another source is saying. Um, those sources uh, are going to be different people with different ideas about the world anyway. Um, something yeah. that's really good, we spoke about Snapchat earlier, and I forgot. I, I don't go on it anymore just because I haven't got time. But there was one show on Snapchat, you know, when you've got the Discovery page, and it's really mm. good. And it was where, like, oh, is it called The Lineup? Where they. I don't have it no more. So um, uh, <laughs> I can. My producer sitting opposite me, Kyle, the Lineup, is that a, a YouTube, uh, sorry, a Snapchat episode? That I think you're it's Lineup. Yeah, but they basically they line a bunch of people up and then they get one person to like basically make generalizations about them. So they go, Oh, guess what everyone's job is? And they've got like a stack of cards of different jobs and they like assign them right. to people. And you notice all the unconscious biases and you notice how people generalize, but also you're seeing their lens and you're seeing their misconceptions. So watching stuff like that is really helpful because you go, Yeah, we can be wrong. And that's important. Be curious. Yeah. Understand that you can be wrong. Uh, I think it, it, it kind of makes the world of marketing and uh, more difficult, but more exciting. Would would you would you agree? Because yeah, you can't have stereotypes now because someone who dresses casual, smart, you, you know, maybe you'd have someone have a persona of them going, okay, they're a businesswoman, but. Uh, you know, and they're boring, but actually they're not, uh, and vice versa, you know. Um, so actually, you just you really just got to be open-minded and be curious. Uh, you do, so. <laughs> and that's the most important thing, and I think um, I I agree with you on that. Absolutely. Good. Um, anyone that's listening and kind of gone, do you know what, I like what she's saying, uh, you know, maybe they're a business that, uh, you know, want to empower women because they've currently don't have any but they, they they and they can't really attract them or um you know people with businesses you know run by women and, and kind of got women employees and they want to do more to support um how do they get in touch with you and etc um like i said i live on linkedin so jordan nell on linkedin women's business club we're at one biz club on everything i'll i'll pop it all over to you um anyway but the thing with us is, you know, even if you just want to have a chat. So how did we start this? You and I had a chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I do it a lot. You know, I chatted to someone who, who's a self-employed woman. Just just have a chat. People will just phone me up to have a little cry. That's okay. As long as you refer me to someone and make money eventually, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But just have a chat. Be curious understand yes it's really hard because you can't make generalizations about people anymore but when you have more people around you you don't need to make generalizations because you understand them 
Um, so the website is www.womensbusiness.club. Really simple. Um, and then just grab us anywhere because we're all over the place. You'll see our butterfly um, and, and you'll know where to find us. Conferences are coming up in October um, in England, Scotland and virtually worldwide. So we'll be about and we'll be very busy and very tired. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone listening and watching, um, I think leading on to be curious um, and, and go go visit their website. Um, go pop Jordan a, a hello. Love your podcast. Maybe you disagreed with the podcast. Go go talk. Um, go give uh, Jordan a message. Let me uh, Jordan, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even that. I mean, there's a thing now. You can buy people coffee. I've seen. Uh, yes. Um, you know. That, uh, I might try that myself. But um, <laughs> the, the kind of, you know, thanks, thanks for, you know, coming on today and um, I suppose having a, this kind of raw conversation and challenging um, maybe, you know, and putting your view out there because it's what's needed. So to kind of wrap things up, I always uh, ask a question, um, which is your favourite SaaS solution. People who don't know what SaaS is, it's software as a solution um and i'm quite curious to find out what yours is i was going to say my favorite sass is a, a good pair of heels to walk in that's a different kind of sass right um, <laughs> my favorite i um so i've been using finder recently if you don't know what finder is um Fizeo, who who introduced me to finder um initially he said it's basically tinder for business and I was sold because what a global phenomenon, Tinder, you yeah. know, matching people up everywhere. Um, and that's essentially what it is. So decision makers, um, people who control budget, BDMs like us, but also MDs and founders and heads of partnership and all these, we're all on there. Um, not our faces, so you don't know if you're finding me or someone else. Um, uh-huh. But our businesses are on there and you basically – you basically click if you like them, if you want to talk to them. And if they agree that they want to talk to you too, you set a time and you get on Zoom and you have a chat. That is my favorite at the moment because I hate admin and I hate emailing and I don't want to go through all the faff of using sales nav to go and find this, that and the other. Um, but they're, they're really good. And um, Jenny, who started Finder, she's a woman. So support that. Oh out to to find so finders.com is it or find, it's, is, is, is it an app or can you finder is a website and it's finder right. f-i-n-d-r there's no e in it right. f-i-n-d-r dot global dot global ah right i like that i like that so, so um, that's definitely something i'm gonna uh, i'm definitely gonna go and do a bit of research on as well Get on Finder. Um, their team are so nice. Props to them for building really nice teams because I know I message one of their team at least once a week going, I'm messing up, help me. And they're so nice. Um, they're just, yeah, all around customer service, the concepts of what they're doing, all of that is amazing. But obviously, at the moment, we're working with a lot of software companies who are doing amazing things. So keep your eyes peeled because there's a lot going on. The question um, is to kind of get out there and share what solutions everyone can use because there's so many out there now. Um, you know, back you know even ten years ago, you were going to download and buy a and buy a program, and now there's actually these softwares 
you know they're, they're up there in the cloud you know all you've got to do is log in and you're able to use it so uh, thank you so much for that one uh, it's not one i heard of so i'll definitely be sharing and raving about it um but yes everyone who's uh, listening and watching please you know rewind uh, be curious you know uh, really think what's been said today and see how you can utilize it for yourself in your own business or even if you're not a business owner, but you're just curious today of listening to, to this a bit more, um, you know, there's always something to learn. And uh, with that, Jordan, thank you very much. Uh, it's thank been you. a pleasure. And I hope we speak soon. I know we probably will do. Um, and yes, thank you, everyone.